0: hello and welcome to and beyond i'm your host noor welcome back to any returning listeners and welcome to anybody that is new here this is a podcast where we push ourselves past our own limiting beliefs past our comfort zones go beyond ourselves in mind body and soul hello and welcome to this gemini full moon reading and happy sagittarius season everybody this full moon which falls on the 27th of november 2023 is one that is going to be very chaotic at least in some people's eyes and this is because we are working with a Gemini full moon now this moon as chaotic as it can be it is also giving us so many different opportunities to communicate to socialize to be more in ourselves and in our bodies and to really embrace all aspects of ourselves but before i get into the rest of this full moon reading it would mean so much to me if you could take a moment to head over to apple Podcasts, subscribe to this podcast leave a rating and a review because it really does go a long way and i appreciate and value each and every single one of you that tunes into any of my episodes that has subscribed that has a rating and a review because it allows me to go this community with you all which i would absolutely love to do And I want to support you in the way that you support me on this podcast. So if you do, subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating and a review, and then follow me on Instagram, which is always linked in the show notes, and send me a screenshot that you've done all these things. I want to give you a free 15-minute call where you can literally unload whatever you're going through in life on me, and I will do my best to support you through it as a health coach and also as your friend. I will also give you a free condensed version of my 20-day guide, a guide to helping you discover yourself. Because the more you know yourself, the more you can grow and expand in this lifetime. So thank you so much this gemini full moon on the 27th of november 2023 the day that this episode comes out if you are listening to it in real time is going to be a very chaotic full moon and when i say chaotic i don't necessarily mean it in a bad way i just mean just very brain powered brain fueled energy if that makes sense which it will by the end of this episode this full moon is is really inviting us all to step into the realm of our minds to really allow ourselves to think beyond the box and then to also be more intentional with the words that we use the way that we communicate with others full moons mark a midway point of a lunar cycle full moons have the power to quite literally raise the tides and as they raise the tides our emotions are more heightened and we also start to deepen our own intuitive abilities during these times it's really a moment to reflect on what you want to release and also what you want to celebrate full moons are moments of polarity and confrontation that is because it is when the sun is opposite to the moon full moons allow us to rewrite stories from the heart and truly allow us to create more truths from who we are, what we have become during this specific lunar cycle, and allow us to emerge with new truths about ourselves by that releasing and by that celebrating as well. Now this full moon, again, is in Gemini, and Gemini's energy is very quick-paced, It affects our nervous system, our minds and our vibrations and this is why I said that this full moon is going to be very brain-fueled, brain-powered. Gemini makes us open our minds, bring us new perspectives and also helps us to write, rewrite old stories and write new ones which is so perfect with any kind of full moon energy when you really do want to rewrite your story rewrite the stories that you tell yourself they help us break through old ways of being and thinking so that we can step into the new reality those new versions of ourselves gemini also teaches us that we live by the stories we tell ourselves and this is why How you tell your stories, what you tell yourself on a day-to-day basis, is going to be very important during this Gemini full moon. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is the smallest planet in the solar system and is found closest to the sun. And because of this, it can have huge impacts on us in ways we don't see coming because they are so small. And this is why we talk a lot about mercury retrogrades they happen more often than any other retrograde and they tend to be the most impactful even though they happen as really often because of that closeness, the proximity to the sun but then also because it's so fast-paced it makes everything kind of get into chaos because it is also the ruler of communication and mercury is our way of thinking and communicating it is a planet of information and a place where our mind goes most. Gemini and Mercury often speak of the relationships that we have also with our siblings and this may not be present for everybody if you don't have a sibling but somebody that you look to as a sibling. It is a point of verbal understanding and self-expression helping us to find a way of exploring our inner truths to the outer world It is a planet of full awareness. It shows us our ability to make rational decisions and choices that we have analyzed and well, and so we could make proper decisions on it is also the planet that will make us turn to many different sides and search for answers which is where many Geminis will find themselves being contradictory sometimes where you'll find one one Gemini saying, you know I really love this thing and then the next moment they really don't like it and it's like that two-faced idea to keep the energy flowing we need to constantly be moving talk without fear of being received with judgment from anybody and then also staying in alignment with our own inner truths. Gemini is also the ruler of the third house, the third house of communication. This is how you think and express yourself with others and to yourself when speaking out loud, but also through your written words, through any other types of means of communication. It is also the house of how you interact with friends and anyone else in your immediate environment, and also involves, again, as I said, your siblings, and any kind of short distance travel so if you're going for to somewhere really close by again, it's that quick, really vibrant energy that just moves quickly so we are also in Sagittarius season Sagittarius season is all about travel the difference between Sagittarius travel and exploration is that Sagittarius is more long distance travel it is more taking the time to really ruminate through your travel where again gemini is very quick short distance travel so we see that the sun and moon are opposites which whenever we have a full moon it is always asking us to create a balance in both signs and in this case between gemini and sagittarius energy To understand, we need to find the polarities between both Gemini and Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a very philosophical and spiritual sign. It is all about exploration through philosophy, through spirituality, exploring new perspectives. It has a thirst for knowledge and education. It's all about the joy of learning, higher understandings of the universe, and then also higher truths and belief systems both Gemini and Sagittarius are interested in the mysteries of life and how we understand them Gemini sees the details while Sagittarius just tends to look at the bigger picture of life and I'm going to get way way more details about Sagittarius when we have this Sagittarius new moon later on in December but for now I'm just trying to keep it as brief as I can because the main focus of course is this Gemini full moon Gemini rules the third house as I mentioned The house of communication while sagittarius rules the ninth house the house of truth knowledge and spirituality so together they help us understand the world on a deeper level they help us look at the bigger picture of life by working through the details of life gemini is more embedded in logic While Sagittarius is much more intuitive, again, it is a house of spirituality, it is a sign of spirituality. And it really allows us to be more intuitive with ourselves. Sagittarius helps us see the deeper meaning of life, but unfortunately, they can also make us skip over some of the really important things by skipping over the details. That's why it's really important to have these two energies working together. Now the main themes that I am seeing with this Gemini Full Moon for one, of course, is going to be communication. And when I say communication, I really do mean it in terms of less about verbal communication, but more so how you communicate through energy and acts of service. If you only had your energy, how would you communicate? If you did not have your voice, and this is something that to me, I really see being the most emphasized during this time. Our voices, are there for a reason of course this is how we communicate it is our main source of communication it is how we verbally communicate what we want what we're feeling what we want to say what we want to achieve what we want to do we always use our words however i think that many people take advantage of their voices by not recognizing what they are saying and what they're putting out there it is so important to be more mindful when we communicate How much are you saying just to have something to say? Mindfulness when it comes to communication is really important. Speaking when necessary, not just for the sake of talking. Silence is a lot more powerful than words. Your voice is important. It is sacred. So be mindful of how you use it. It is one way one way for you to preserve your energy also is by making sure that you are being more mindful with your words and what you choose to share and how you choose to communicate. The essence or and sense of, I guess, your privacy and mystery is all conserved in your voice and how you again, how you choose to use it. When you are cut off from communication in terms of your voice, in terms of actually verbally speaking, in what other ways do you communicate? through your body language and through your energy and how do you also react to other ways of communication when other people are displaying certain aspects of body language or facial expressions other people's body languages and facial expressions may make you more reactive than words and just being aware of all of this are you more sensitive towards the other ways of communication more so than verbal words or is the, are the verbal words more reactive for you or more of a trigger for you than physical movements and gestures and energy? But in saying all of this, it's just really important to also make sure that your energy space is communicating what you want to communicate. We take advantage of all these different ways of communicating when they really all do go hand in hand. You can say one thing, but your energy could say something completely different. So making sure that your energy is clear in how you want to communicate so that your words match the vibrations of your energy. Making sure that your body language also matches what you are communicating with others. Imagine again, if you did not have a voice, how would you want to assert yourself in this world? Through your energy, through your facial expressions, through your body language, that all impacts how you communicate. So being more mindful, again, not only with the words that you're speaking, but how you carry yourself in this world. Now, alongside communication comes communicating and connecting with those around you. And sharing, by doing so, you're sharing the process of evolving in this lifetime, having deeper conversations, learning from others, and being open to information you may receive because it could benefit you. It is really important to surround yourself with people that are of different backgrounds. This is what really allows us to gather the information and the knowledge of this world. Again, Gemini and Sagittarius are very involved in wanting to learn more about life. They do so differently, but they both are known to be the student and teacher of the Zodiac. Gemini being the student, Sagittarius being the teacher. And it's really important for them to be in communication, to be surrounded by other people, to explore, which is why they're also both known for exploration, short distance and long distance exploration, because they want to gather, again, as much information as they can. Now the important part here is to be open-minded because they can be very closed off, which is now related to the third theme that I'm going to talk about, which is really finding power in knowledge and information right now following curiosity and your heart staying open-minded to any kind of information that comes through to you again Sagittarius and Gemini can seem very closed off in the way that they think if you're looking at this in terms of the weaker point the weaker points of Sagittarius and Gemini they can instead of wanting to learn and be open-minded and expand themselves they can think too highly of themselves and assume that they have all the answers But nobody has all the answers. For one, everything is always shifting and changing. We're never gonna know every single thing in life. So it's letting go of your need to always be correct or right, and allowing yourself to learn so that you can grow and expand in this lifetime. So that you can create more deeper connections with other people and understand the world in a more deeper sense, in the way that Sagittarius calls us and asks of us to do. So really keeping your mind set open allowing your beliefs to shift and change, allowing yourself to also be more mindful about the information that you are receiving, and really questioning whether it is truthful to you, Does it be, is it of value to your belief system, and if it's not, can you still question it and understand why? but not just taking information in and then accepting it and also just not avoiding information as a whole and being like, I'm just cutting this off because it doesn't agree with what I believe in asking yourself why again and really exploring the knowledge and information that you do gather now another thing, another major theme is seeking out new experiences both Sagittarius and Gemini are the travelers so seeing how you can explore new territories through experiences this doesn't necessarily mean to go and travel but if you do want to travel then that's great but it's also if there is something that sparks your interest then go for it or it takes in some kind of new hobby to also use it as a tool for self-exploration which helps you understand yourself and the world on a deeper level allowing yourself again to find any kind of experience that you're wanting to have an experience and it may not even be an experience that you want to have but just something that you're curious about and allowing that your curiosity to quite literally guide you as i said following your heart's desires allowing whatever questions you have to guide you into some kind of direction something to allow you to explore yourself the world your environment more on a deeper level now the last Theme that I'm really feeling called to speak about which this one I haven't heard many peoples talk about and whenever I do any of these, which I have not mentioned in this episode whenever I do any kind of full moon readings I always do it based on what I feel intuitively is being called in but then also what I see in the transits and the planets and from research that I have gathered from other, other astrologers. And this theme is one that I feel like is being really neglected here and maybe it's just something that I'm feeling and maybe this is something that you, my listeners, are feeling and I've been feeling through you intuitively. And that is allowing yourself to be diverse. While the world asks you to box yourself into one category, Gemini really shows us that it is okay to have interest in many things. And in fact, it is encouraged because it helps you gain understanding of yourself and others. It also teaches us that we are not so one-dimensional. And when we put ourselves in a box, we restrict ourselves and life can become very boring and stagnant. This is something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with the world kind of tries to put us, well the world doesn't kind of try to, I think it does this very often and it makes us believe that we need to kind stick to the status quo, we're going to use high school musical here, that song when I heard it I was just like but why, why stick to the status quo, like, it never made sense to me and that's because we're all so multidimensional we all have so many different interests just because I don't know maybe you're really interested in science doesn't mean that you cannot also be interested in the arts or whatever the case may be you're allowed to have multiple interests you're allowed to have different hobbies that put together make no sense you're allowed to have all these different interests like that is what makes you more interesting as a person that's what makes you more diverse as a human and also what helps you be more empathetic and understanding with others when you do diversify yourself in that way when you do take on different interests because then you have more to relate to in terms of other people now this doesn't obviously mean to go and just make up a thousand different things that you want so that you can be more relatable to others or that you can have more similarities with others it just means to allow yourself to go to the places that you want to go to allow yourself to like the things that you want to like not because and not to not do so just because somebody says oh well you cannot be this way because you're already this one way like no one is just one way nobody i don't think i know a single person that is just so focused in on one thing and has no other interest in their lives because again that would just make life really boring and would probably also make you get really fed up of your own life in all honesty so again allowing yourself to be diverse allowing yourself to have any interests that you want to have and letting yourself express them and explore them and not feel ashamed about being so multi-dimensional because we all are. And to me, those are the major themes that I'm seeing coming through with this Gemini full moon. Now, the transits that are very <laughs> remarkable here, I should say, one in which I don't really talk about politics in terms of whenever I talk about astrology or the full moons or in general on this podcast at least I try to avoid it however with I feel like it is useful and especially when we are looking at full moons and the what's going on in the atmosphere and the energies I think it is important to include politics in it not because I'm trying to I guess spark some kind of argument or whatever but I just think that it's it is useful in terms of understanding the world and understanding what's going on in terms of politics, government, and the world as a whole. So something that has happened in the past, I want to say two days, three days ago, since since I started recording this episode, is Mars has entered Sagittarius. Now, Mars was previously in Scorpio, and Scorpio is very intense and very pulls us to the ground in every single way shape and form and takes us into the underworld and mars being the planet of motivation being the planet of um, action and also known as the god of war entering sagittarius is really illuminating when i at least is how i perceive it illuminating a lot of truths when it comes to war and this could be on a grander scheme of things war in the world as there are you know multiple wars in this world and multiple of disgusting stuff happening in terms of politics and i can i see this as a way that beliefs truths are being broken down and uncovered truths are coming to the surface And old belief systems are being broken down through this Mars coming into Sagittarius. Now it can also look like on a personal level, your own inner war with yourself, bringing that up to the surface where you're shedding a light on paddles that you have probably been fighting for within yourself for such a long time that you're now the truth is being revealed as to either why you've had this inner battle for so long or that you're so fed up with it that now you're allowing yourself to just move past it. And this also relates to Gemini being all in the mindset of you being more analytical with yourself, being more analytical with your thoughts as well. Now, another way to perceive Mars entering Sagittarius is that it is bringing us a lot of motivation to take more massive leaps of faith in terms of goals that we want to do, actions that we want to take, whatever the case may be. While we also do have the moon opposing Mars right now, and this may make you feel a little bit more slowed down or stagnant in your life. And this is really just giving us an opportunity to see how you may be preventing yourself from moving forward out of fear or any kind of anxiety that may be coming up for you. It's also a time to notice if you've let your frustration or impatience get the better of you and block you from achieving the things that you want to get. Again, This all comes down to being more mindful with yourself, bringing in more awareness to your actions, to your thoughts, to your beliefs. We also now have the moon and sun squaring Neptune in Pisces. Now, this is really interesting, specifically with Neptune being all about our imagination, our illusions and delusions as well. And this can show where you're doubting yourself, maybe, you're doubting your potential. And this can also look like a lot of realizations that come through in terms of certain different challenges or different blocked circumstances that you may be experiencing. Now, this also means that there will be a need for an increase in your mindfulness with communication. Anytime we see a square with Neptune, it usually brings in a lot of confusion, a lot of roadblocks, and a lot of tension with communicating and with our imagination as well. It may mean a lot of misinformation coming through, and it's important that you do pay attention to the details during this time because you may, whenever we see this, is a lot of people will tend to overlook the whole picture, and it will cut them off from the reality of certain situations, again causing that confusion, the lack of clarity, and it's really just about taking a moment to pause, to process information that you're gaining, to be slower in your reactions so that you can be more analytical. Again, this is really important during this time in terms of when we look at politics and also when we look at our own inner worlds. When we take the time to process information, that is important. This Mars energy is also really impulsive. Sagittarius energy and Gemini energy are all very impulsive as well. So it's really important to just slow yourself down. Take more time to receive the information, to look at the information. Use the Gemini energy to be more analytical, to be more detail-oriented in how you process this information so that you can move through it understand it to expand yourself to learn more to grow more but then also so that your reactions meet your own truth if that made sense we also i just i also have to add is that the sun and moon can really help us again as i was saying look over and look explore any kind of confusion that may be coming in also through our intuition because as analytical as Gemini is, Sagittarius is very philosophical and very intuitive as I mentioned earlier in this episode so if there is any kind of confusion let your intuition be your guide and that is truly I feel like one of one thing that should be that I should probably should have mentioned during this episode is really allowing your intuition to guide you because yes it is important to pay attention to detail but it's also important to sometimes listen to our own gut instincts listen to our intuition and see where that guides us now lastly we have mars also squaring saturn square aspects tend to be viewed as negative but i really do take square aspects to be more of an opportunity to overcome certain blocks in our lives so while other people may look at it as a really bad thing I look at it as a challenge accepted like thank you for giving me this challenge now i'm going to go and push past it so with mars squaring saturn you may feel more restricted restriction in accepting different parts of things that you want to do maybe it's that you really want to you're feeling really passionate about achieving a certain goal but then saturn's energy is coming through and saying no 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 you cannot do that because as i mentioned mars is all is the go-getter mars is very impulsive mars is the doer the action-oriented planet where saturn is the daddy planet it is the baba planet of the sun of the of all planets and while Mars is being like, yes, let's go, let's go do this thing. Saturn is there to be like, no, 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 we're going to put in the hard work. You can't do that yet. That you're it's not enough. You need to make sure that everything is detailed, everything is structured, everything is planned. So allowing yourself to really view this as a time to see how badly, firstly, that you want something if you're willing to push past any kind of roadblocks or pushing past the hard work that you have to do because this also allows you to be more clear with yourself to understand whether this is something that you really do feel passionate about pursuing or is it just a phase something that you're just interested in but you don't have full passion to go after it because if so then it's okay maybe you listen to daddy saturn and you're like okay you know what you know i'll take my time with this i'll be more patient and i'll sit back down and move on to something else or whatever the case may be for you but it's really allowing you to again ask yourself how bad do you really want this to push past those roadblocks or to put more clarity have more clarity so that you can put in the hard work so that you can add more structure now this can also look like a lot of restriction in terms of authority figures you may feel like you are constantly either you or somebody else is dominating over you in terms of authority and stopping you from achieving a certain goal. Now we can also look at this in terms of the political world. We can look at this in terms of specific countries, specific states, specific rulers, um, leaders, whatever you want to call them, because I'm kind of over it all. Looking at it in terms of that, of how people are overstepping their their authority, their leadership roles their power how they're misusing power and really just trying to dominate over others that can be really seen right now so this mars energy this mars squaring saturn transit is really again asking us to understanding where we want to push past our restrictions our roadblocks and also where we're not feeling really passionate and also in terms of whether we want to put in more of the hard work to again move past and push past this authority, whether it's our own inner authority that's telling us no and restricting ourselves, or the outer authority of some kind of again boss, whoever it is. Now, as always, whenever I do any of these full moon readings, I'll always encourage different practices and the body parts and crystals to use. So, I thought i'd start off with the practices that will be really beneficial during this time and the first thing i put down is silence the first theme i spoke about was communication and i really encourage that as i said it's really important to be really mindful with words and communicating during this time for one gemini is the house is the sign of communication and really rules over the house of communication, and we also have Sagittarius, which is known to be very blunt in terms of communication. So taking a vow of silence is highly, 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 highly encouraged. For one, it is going to make you appreciate your voice so much more, it's going to make you honor and respect the words that come out of your mouth so much more, and it's also gonna give you so much patience when it comes to yourself and when it comes to others as well. Because if somebody is not really being mindful of their own communication, then guess what? You don't even have to respond. You're just taking your vow of silence and you just walk away. And you inform others, if you choose to, that you are taking a vow of silence and as simple as that. But again, the point of the vow of silence is to really allow yourself to understand how much you've been giving away in terms of your energy, in terms of your communication and of your voice, and then to also understand yourself on a deeper level, to appreciate your voice, to appreciate the words and all the ways that you communicate through your body language, through your facial expressions, through your energy more so. Another practice that's really great right now is releasing any old outdated thought patterns, any negative beliefs you have around yourself, any limiting beliefs also that you may have, just releasing that all during this time. Because anything that is sitting in the headspace, in the analytical mind, in your brain, it's a great time to release all those aspects of yourself that are just no longer serving you. Also, checking in on where and how you receive information is going to be important. And this could be information that's coming from friends, from family. This could also be information from online, from social media. How do you receive information? How do you react to this information that you receive? And do you stay open-minded to the information that you're receiving? And are you looking at it in terms of all aspects? Are you getting first-hand, primary source information and are you also getting secondary source information? These two are really important to keep in mind so that you're also removing away from any bias that may be lingering through the information that you gather. It's also really important to bring in now mindfulness practices. Of course, as your brain and as your mind may be wandering 10,000 different directions, it is important for you to just be more mindful. And anytime you feel like your mind is just going around and around and around just take the time to do some kind of mindfulness practice whether that's breath work meditating slowing your pace down whatever the thing may be that works for you so that you can regain focus and then the last practice that i'm going to suggest is positive affirmations as i said full moons are a time to releasing old stories and narratives that we tell ourselves especially when it comes to gemini and to rewrite new ones so creating the new narrative for yourself through those positive affirmations who do you see yourself as being and how do you want that version of yourself to feel and telling yourself those things on a day-to-day basis telling yourself that you are enough that you are amazing that you are powerful you are smart that you are invincible and capable and That you respect yourself and that you trust yourself and telling yourself and feeding yourself words that make you feel like the version of yourself that you want to be the version of yourself that you want to create and how that version of yourself wants to feel as well so those are the practices and now with the body parts that are associated with gemini and whenever i mention the body parts it is mainly because i always say this with each and every one of these episodes is that With New Moons and Full Moons, we can feel them really emotionally, but we can also feel them physically and the emotional symptoms may show up as physical symptoms and the physical symptoms may show up as emotional symptoms as well. So, Gemini rules the shoulders, arms, hands, respiratory system, bronchial tubes, lungs, nervous system, and our blood capillaries, and also our vocal cords. Now, interestingly enough, Taurus is the ruler of the throat and the vocal cords as well. Now with Gemini, we see it more so in terms of the vocal cords as it is all about communication. So if you're feeling like your throat is sore right now or that you're having any difficulty in your speech, it's just bringing more mindfulness again to it. But then there's also different herbs that can help with this. And then also specifically with your nervous system. Mercury is a very fast moving planet and Gemini is all about the nervous system and all about your brain and your nerves. So making sure again with those mindfulness practices that you are grounding yourself through them but then also bringing in more intentionality with your actions, with the words that you say, this all really does help you calm your nerves down. But in terms of herbs that you can work with, Skullcap can be one of them. It's an antioxidant and may help again protect against neurological disorders such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and also, of course, again, anxiety and depression. Ginkgo is also a great herb to work with. It helps with brain function, memory, and cognition. And then specifically for your nerves, Marjoram, which is a nerve tonic and helps with dizziness, headaches, and migraines. One herb that I have not mentioned, actually I did not put it down, but I just highly suggest that you work with whenever it comes to any kind of anxiety, is St. John's Wort and also Lemon Balm. These two herbs can be really helpful if you are dealing with a lot of anxiety right now. And I will add another herb in here for anxiety, dill. Dill is so magical and I don't think people recognize how powerful dill is like adding a little bit of dill to your dinner is going to ease your mind so much at night and i just highly suggest that if you don't have access to any of these herbs you can anybody can go to any grocery store and get some dill so if you are dealing with any anxiety any kind of just racing thoughts get some dill add it in your food at night and see what it does for you because i promise you it really really does work wonders. Crystals that you can work with during this time are clear quartz for clarity, citrine, which brings out the lighter side of a person, especially if you are having all these anxieties and it's pulling you into the darkness. Citrine can really help you be more positive in your headspace. And also tiger's eye, which is very grounding and can help you get focused. These are crystals that you can work with if you are doing journal work during this full moon and as always I have my journal prompts in the show notes that you can use and these journal prompts are obviously based on this full moon specifically and how you can best utilize this energy of this full moon and you can also carry these crystals in your pockets walking around you can keep it under your pillow and something that I did not mention during this episode but I do think it is really important to just say is that any information that you are receiving right now may be for your highest good so again i said communicating with others is going to help expand you but really allowing yourself to be open-minded with any information that you receive whether those are messages that are coming through in dreams messages that you're getting that keep showing up for you you get a specific email somebody keeps repeating the same thing to you or you're noticing certain patterns that just keep showing up really being open to all of those different messages and ways of communication and different information that may you you may be receiving right now is going to be really helpful and take it again as a sign that this thing is allowing you to explore yourself on a deeper level and is giving you access to information that you may really need for your own expansion in life now as always as i've been doing these in these new moon and full moon episodes i've been doing a card pull now this card pull Honestly I don't think I've ever pulled this card for myself so it made me really happy when I pulled it out and I think it's such a perfect symbol for this episode and I pulled out the card which is the 25th card and it's the eternal light of love. What I love about this card for one is that it's a number 25 and 25 is a very significant number specifically towards this 2023 year. 2023 is numerologically the number seven. 25 is also numerologically the number seven. And seven is a number of luck, at least in my opinion. Whenever I see seven, 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 or just seven in general, I take it as be more positive, be more faithful, have trust, have hope. And there's a lot of good blessings in seven. And this card shows an image of a man who has um what's it called a light shining from his third eye and his eyes are closed he's gazing up and then in the midst of him there's in his where his chest area is there's like almost like a sun that's shining and this angelic figure pointing a sword up and then all the zodiac signs are centered around this sun this is the best way i can describe it and there's a whole city built underneath The way i view it just in terms of the card alone without even reading what this card means or symbolizes is this openness to information is this expansion of really coming all in one with all of these different zodiac signs being represented here in this image of all this information that we collectively share and that we can all learn from in order to be more one with this universe, to be one with ourselves, to have that inner power. Because to me, the way we gain our own inner power is by being more open with the information that we gather from the outside, of exploring everything around us and exploring ourselves to deepen our own spirituality, to deepen our own understanding of this world, to cultivate more love. And that is really how I see the image. Now, what the card reads is they turn a light of love permeates everything in existence and fills every atom of our being this means light and love are always present in every situation regardless of whether we can perceive it or not there is love and even a hidden blessing within any current situation that you may be dealing with trust all that is occurring is for your highest good look beyond the surface and appearance of things And then the mantra that goes with this is, I trust in the eternal light of love, which stems from my soul and the heart of all creation. I trust in the eternal light and love within every situation I find myself in. I trust in the divine light. And to me, this is a perfect representation for this Gemini full moon. It is this gathering, again, it's gathering of information. This understanding beyond just the surface level of things, look beyond the surface and appearance of things because there's always a blessing in there. Trusting, 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 trusting. And also that, again, the eternal light of love, which stems from my soul and the heart of all creation, that that light, that truth, that information, whatever it is that we seek, doesn't only come from ourselves and this is the whole point of being beyond ourselves in terms of Gemini and Sagittarius of knowing that we don't know everything that the source of all information doesn't only come from within us but comes from everything comes from everyone and when we when we can look at life beyond the surface level then that is when we can really deepen our own divine light and also trust in God and have faith that within everything within everyone there is so much love and peace and in, in doing so and understanding the world and ourselves on a deeper level in that way but yeah i think that's where i'm going to end this episode off with and i really do hope that it brought you the goodness that you needed brought you information that you needed and if you enjoy this episode it would mean so much to me if you could share it with somebody that you feel like could benefit from it and also to put it on your story. Take a screenshot, tag me in it, let me know your favorite part, let me know what you're feeling towards this Gemini full moon, what has been coming up for you, and for any mutable sign, Gemini, Sagittarius, Virgo, and Pisces, if you're feeling this one strongly, I feel that for you, so just bear through this energy, and I'm wishing you all, all of best, always and forever, and I appreciate each and every single one of you So freaking much. So thank you so much.